Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Hour two on this Tuesday. We, we do not want to encore. No. I want to see this ever again. Mm-mm. One night, one night only. One year, one year only. Dan and Bart, Barton Han, 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Garrett Wilson going to join us coming up in about 60 minutes. And Damn. Yeah, there's some news to talk about with Garrett Wilson. Because if you're just joining us, reports say that Tim Boyle out. Brett Rippon signed by the Jets. Can't wait. Off of the Seattle Seahawks practice squad. Brett Rippon, who <laughs> played against the Jets last year as a member of the Denver Broncos. Hey, man, Jake over there, man, poking a bear, man. He just, he, <laughs> he just poking a bear with his little drops, man. He's a bear poker. That's what he's doing. He's poking the bear. You're a, sir, you're a gaslighter. Listen, all I can do is just laugh at my team. We, yeah. we just do the worst. At this point, stop yourself from crying. Just laugh. And you got to finish the season, right? You got to finish the season. Five more games. Giants are back at it on Monday night. Let's talk about the man in blue, baby. Tommy DeVito's the quarterback. Listen, after the, after the Giants lost to the Jets. I got no problem Jets, with that, by the way. After the Giants lost to the Jets, man, everybody thought like, oh, man, Dayball's in trouble. Dayball coaching his ass off. Do you remember how everything has changed? Or, or, or not? Do you, do you realize how much everything has changed in how many weeks? Right. The Giants are talking about streaking. The Giants are talking about trying to go to the playoffs. Now we'll see. The first one they got to get is against Green Bay, and Green Bay is definitely going to be the favorite. Green Bay comes in as the favorite, right? Just beating Kansas City. But you know, wink, 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 and let's see if Wink and and, and Dayball is have kissed and made up. Remember all that? Like, there's, oh, yeah, there's a chance that he could that. be fired during the bye week. Right. That, that didn't like, happen. That kind of went, that died so quick. Listen, I don't know who the Giants got in media or who they got planted, but, man, they stuff go away quick. I think just something. Aaron Rodgers showed up in studio. In he's studio. At, at Seaport. He's down at the Seaport. With the stash and the stretch jeans. The greenie, the greenie, the greenie just, oh. Be something if Tim Boyle was there sitting probably, next to him. He like, hey, came, brought a friend. He, he probably came there after. He probably came there after. Listen, Aaron Rodgers has single-handedly made Pat McAfee the most important man in all of uh, sports Media. company. Yeah. yeah, he owns him. He owns him life. Well, he's he's compensated pretty well though. Yeah, but he, Pat's Pat's but, taking care of him. But this started a long time ago. Oh yeah. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? Right. Exactly. Do, do you give up the money and take a loss? But he's doing right by him, which is nice. Yeah. Right? I mean, he, he's taking care of him here. But with the let, let me get back to the Giants for a second. And, if, and the guys are monitoring the Aaron Rodgers thing. If he says anything, we'll let you know. Um, the thing with the Giants, which is really intriguing to me, right after that Jet-Giant game that the Giants lost, which can't still, even a, over a month later, I still have no idea how the Giants lost that game. But then you had those performances, like you go out to Oakland, Vegas, and you get embarrassed. You go to Dallas, you get even more embarrassed. And people are saying, Dayball's lost this team. Dayball might be two and done. You got to get a new coach in here. Maybe they got the wrong guy. They don't play for this guy anymore. It's amazing how things have turned around, right? Just Just in a couple of weeks. All of a sudden, people are more sane about the whole thing and say, boy, you know, maybe well, did, maybe he does know how to have a pulse on this team. Did they win two games? They won two games. They won two games, man. It's all With Tommy DeVito as their quarterback. Yeah, two games and DeVito looked all right. And then the fact that you look that a week Doesn't was matter, there. Ray. Ray's like commanders and patriots. They're in the NFL. They're part <laughs> of the shield. It is. Yeah, okay. They, hey, Ray, <laughs> they got uniforms. Hey, it says NFL hey, on them. Okay, what, 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 Ray, what's their Jets power? Jets didn't beat the Ray, Patriots. Ray, 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 what's their power rankings? Uh, I don't know if they could be on the uh, the charts for power rankings. <laughs> the power rankings of the commanders out of thirty two, they're thirty one. The Patriots, I would you if you power rank, you probably would put the Jets next to last. Like who would the Jets be in front of? You got Arizona out of all the bad teams. Mm-hmm. I ask you who the who the Jets better than Arizona? Wow, look at what Arizona just did on Sunday. I know that Steelers had no quarterback, but still, they won the game. Okay, Panthers. Carolina, Carolina. Oh, so, they, so they're definitively better than Panthers. Like that's the only that they'll be a favorite against. They're the better Panthers. than the Bears? I don't think so. Now with Justin Fields back and that defense, now that they got uh, Montez Sweat, is balling. So they're not better than the Bears. So they. Yeah, but you know something. They, Here's you, the thing about they're the- better than the Commanders. I well, don't know. I, well, I got the NFL power rankings that just released like three hours Dude, ago. Dude, he- oh, that hit it. Jay, you sit up here, got me making it up, son. Let's get the power rankings. So number thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting from the bottom. We can't start from the top. We, we don't got enough shows to start Com- from the top. We'll come at thirty-two. 
The one in the love at Carolina Panthers. Okay, Carolina Panthers. All right. No, 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 no. Number 31. Number 31, New England Patriots, 2 and 10. Okay, okay. Number 30. 4 and 9, Washington Commanders. Oh, we beat. Oh, we up, baby. All right. Number. I forgot how to count I might, have, I might have to disagree Number with that, 29. You're 3 and 10, Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. Okay. All right, all right. For a million bucks. I'm going to bet that the Jets are the next team. Number 28. You would have been close, but it is the other New York team, the Giants. Oh! See, that's where head to head, head comes head in. Head to head comes in. Ow! And number 27 is... This is where we're that's at. Right. This is where we're at, man. Please, <laughs> please let us get a high draft pick. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Far be it from I know, me. I know, I need to know. I need to know who we chasing. I need the next one. Just one more. Number 26. Probably like the Bears. Tennessee Titans, 4-8. and eight. Right above them is the 4-8 and eight Chicago Bears. Here's the thing. You're like, you like you sit there and— So and, we win and, this week, we can maybe power rank and jump up and be on the outside. Do we really want to jump up? Yeah, but you're throwing shade at the Commanders. Let me just say something, okay? Commanders play hard. Sam Howell's thrown for 3,500 yards this year. Yeah, but he's been, he's sa- th- he's been sacked for 10,000 yards. That's not his fault. He's got 18 touchdown passes. <laughs> he's got 18 touchdown passes. The Jets have scored 10 touchdowns total. Running, throwing, skipping, jogging, crawling, falling out of a, a, an airplane into tell, the end zone. Tell, tell, tell me this. How many times has he been tackled? I mean, he has sacked. But Sam Howell no, is essentially Tom Brady compared to the guys that the Jets have put out there at quarterback. How many times year. have you been sacked? Dale? You've probably been sacked a lot. Fifty. Oh my God. 58 <laughs> times. So 58 so, so times. Listen, so listen. Take 58 and let's, let's just say average of 10 yards. This dude has given up 500 yards of sack yardage. That's 500 yards of sack yardage. But the Jet offensive line, as leaky as that might be, it's still better than Washington's, right? That's why Eric Enemy will not get his job because his quarterback gets murdered. His well, that, court- was like, that was like Steve Spurrier in Washington, ironically enough, back and, in the and day. And North Turner. Like, it's like the protections don't match up. Like You can't go for the deep ball in these complex crossing routes. You ain't got time for all that, B. So tell me this. Do you think Sam Howell gets sacked 100 times this year? They only got five more games. No, they only have four more games because they play. They uh, this is their bye week this week, believe it or not. So four more games. He's gonna have to average about ten sacks a game. I don't, well, they got to play the Jets. Jets might get after him a couple times. No, not a hundred. No. You sure they don't have five games left? They're four and nine. Their bye is this week. Okay. Washington and Arizona are the last two to have a bye, and it's this week. Do we have any prop bets of how many uh, Washington Commanders just don't come back? They they, they feeling that sunshine. They like, man, I'm good. Just put me on iron, dog. I heard I, I got Jack. Because we still don't know what happened to Kelly Oubre. They say he got hit by a car, but we ain't never found no yeah. car. So if, if you're a Jets player, do you say you got kidnapped in DR and they won't let you go? Look at the Washington schedule, too, when they come back. At the Rams, loss. At the Jets, 49ers at home, and then Cowboys at home to close oh, out the oh, season. Damn. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. I'm surprised. They let Riverboat Ryan even come back. Well, they're paying him. They're going to fin- let him finish out the season. You know, they already fired the defensive coordinator, as if that's going to do anything. But anyway, it's Jack bad, man. Jack Del Hero. No, but it, let, let me go back to the Giants, though, because that's what we were talking about. I think if you're a Giants fan, look, the season obviously didn't go the way you wanted it to. You've had a bunch of injuries. And I know that you've beaten a couple of teams, and as Ray astutely points out, they're not exactly the beasts of the NFL, but they're still wins, and this team is still going out there and playing hard. You have won two games with a guy at quarterback who the first time he stepped down on the field, Bart, they did not even let him throw a pass, essentially. And he almost won. And he almost won that game. <laughs> so again, tell me. Tommy T could have been 3-0, and baby. Tell me why things are so bad with the Giants right now. Because with their current coaching staff, because next year you just don't know if you have a quarterback that you want back, and you may be stuck with for a year. But and that's you, not on the coach. And, and you find yourself stuck in the same predicament. Do you take a quarterback and say Daniel Jones? You you got one year to be the bridge quarterback, and you're out. I don't think Daniel Jones is going anywhere next year. He can't go anywhere no, next He's year. Not. But it's a two year. It's a four year deal wrapped up in a two year package. Two years. So that's Absolutely. what I'm saying. 
they might say you're the bridge quarterback. We're going to let you go, not pick up your option. And We're going to let you go. And, and you'll be the bridge quarterback for Drake May or somebody. Like who's to say like Caleb Williams don't don't pull a um, don't pull a Eli Manning. You say, I'll, I'll only go to New York. I'm going back to school. And they're like, bro, you're going to the Big Ten next year. You get your ass kicked. Hey, well, I mean, the Holiday Bowl. I wouldn't play in that game either if I was ticketed for the draft. <laughs> right, so he's not playing no, the bowl game. No, but you can't go back to school if you're no, not he's not going back to the No, he's not going back to you know, school. He's sit out the bowl game like that. I only play for national championships, baby. I think he's, I only I think play he's, for the playoffs, baby. He's got study hall. I only play for the playoffs, baby. But no, Daniel Jones is going to be what on his team of, next what year. What type of Jack Frost snow does... Does does he have in his hair today? Who this? Pat McAfee. McAfee. Oh yeah, with the with, with the lights, it does look a little. Uh, it looks great, like Jack Frost. It it looks different on the one TV versus the other TV, right? Maybe he's matching in matching his skin, uh, his boots. That's nah, the only thing I come up with. No, nah, his skin look like he been like he been he like medium well. He, I don't know what type of sun he chasing, but that boy. That boy looked like uh, Kyle Shanahan, fresh from Miami. A lot of sun in Mike, Indianapolis, isn't no, there? No, he looked like yeah, he looked like Mike Shanahan from um, fresh from Miami. Well, you don't know that. I mean, especially during the holidays, a lot of people go to Indianapolis for a nice, warm, sunny vacation. Yeah, he like a boiled lobster. Yeah, Middle America, the heartland. Oh, right here, he don't like a boiled lobster. Right, he, he like he got jaundice. He looked yellow. I don't know something wrong with our TV. Is the lighting different? I apologize, though? I apologize pa- in the different parts of the studio. No, that's a different studio. That's first take, and that's uh. What is it? All just one room? Oh, it's two different studios. That's two different studios. Yeah. Gotcha. I haven't been down there in a while. Um, let me say hi to Josh in Brooklyn. He's up next here on ninety-eight seven ESPN. Josh, how you doing? Hello. Hello, Josh. What's up? Hey, what's up? What's up? How you doing? The phone was breaking up. How you doing? Good, um, Josh. So, man, I love when you're on because you're one of the most level-headed um, the radio hosts on here. You're not as dramatic as everybody else, and I'm actually I hate to see somebody lose their job, but I like that this happened because. It's going uh, – the narrative of this whole Aaron Rodgers runs the Jets thing, they have to it, – it's got to slow down. It, it, it sounds insane. They've now sat his wide receiver and they cut his quarterback that he got in here. So I'm, I'm kind of curious on how if, if maybe the, the, the Nathaniel Hackett thing may come up at the, in the offseason. And I'm hoping – I want to see what you guys will react to this, to this name. But I think, like, I wonder if Aaron Rodgers would be okay if, if they were to bring in a guy like maybe Bruce Arians out of Tampa if he will try to get out of um if he wants to come back coaching again. Because I know he had the little back and forth thing with Tom Brady and he went to the front office. I wonder if somebody like him would be willing to come in and maybe take over this offense you think, and, and, and work with Aaron Rodgers. And you, maybe if, like, you know, if the thing doesn't happen with, with, um, with Salah, he, you know he could be a guy that can lead a team. Yeah, but and, and Josh, do you think he's a Super Bowl winning head coach. He's not going to come in and be the offensive coordinator. Do you think Bruce Arians? Yeah, but he's, he, but you he's think, in, you he's think Aaron Rodgers would let Bruce Aaron talk to him like he talked to Tom Brady? Has always been used to being yelled at. Tom, you know, Bill Belichick yelled at him. Man, and it's a different offense. Yo, it's a different. You know, he, Aaron Rodgers don't want to learn a new offense. Aaron at this Rodgers point. might hit him with some Lions main sataki of uh, secret sauce. Bruce Arians be coming up with like the little strunk head, strunk in hair like Beetlejuice. Now the thing would, and the thing with Bruce Arians too. Remember, he's like stepped away how many times? It's it, it would only be for like health a, reasons, for right? Health reasons. It would only be a short term proposition anyway. You know why we had to call Tom Moore? He's he's still alive. Let's fire like, right. Let's fire Tom, everybody. Tom Moore is like a thousand years old, right? <laughs> Tom Moore is still kicking, by the way. <laughs> he's still coaching, I think. So fire, I think so. Like Tom Moore has coached so long, and he's so old. Was, were that, you that with the Jets ear, when he was he, with the Jets? Nah. He was here with the Jets for a couple years. And, like, maybe right after you. Tom Moore has lived and coached so long that his ears are three-fourths the size of his head. Is that because of coaching or longevity? No, old old people, like, ears don't never stop growing. Like, you start looking at these old dudes like, yo, your ears is like... The hell type of right, fertilizer this, you putting on them damn earlobes? This earlobes. is great. This is, do me a favor. Do we have breaking look, news? Look at Jacob, it. give me some breaking news, please, because this is for Bart. This is for Bart. We don't have a breaking news sound? Can't wait. Yeah, yeah that's that's we got a good one. No, no, go with the uh, Batman. Dun, 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 dun. There, there we go. go. Tom Moore was an offensive consultant with the Jets in 2011. You were there! He, his ass didn't ever show up. He was, <laughs> I he? saw him on the sidelines. He was there. What was he faxing in his own? Dude, he was, his... he was there at the games and you don't even talk. That's like the Ricky Henderson story <laughs> from when the, Met, the Mets had a hitting coach. <laughs> at the time, his name was Tom Robson. And when Ricky Henderson was on the Mets, somebody, was with us. somebody asked Ricky Henderson about Tom Robson. And he's like, Ricky don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's like you. Bart, with, never, with Bart, Bart never seen him. Bart, ne- Bart never seen him. <laughs> Bart doesn't know Tom Moore. Bart, Bart never seen him. 
I Two, never saw him. Dude, 2000, I'm looking at it. Was he there on game days or was his ass up in the booth? He was there constantly. Who was the offensive coordinator in 11? It was still shoddy, right? No, he had, he was gone. No, he was because 2011, they, um, shoddy was the one who called 65 pass plays on Christmas Eve against the Giants for Mark Sanchez. <laughs> never. God. And then the next year they brought in um, Tony Sperano. Damn, shoddy was still there? Shoddy was there maybe my whole year, my whole career? Yeah. Damn. Well, no, then when was your last year with the Jets? 12, right? Yeah. Then you had Tony Sperano with Tebow. You played with Tebow, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that was tw- uh, 2012. Sperano. God, is it? And then after Sperano was Marty Morningweg. Man, dude. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I know. Yo, We're playing the hits today. Do we have better coaches or better offense, worse coaches or worse offense coordinators? You really don't remember him, huh? And I know Tom Moore from his days in Indianapolis. I remember his. His, his ears and all the lines on his face. Yes, he was there for 10 years. Well, you know the thing about Tom, he looked like he was 80 when he was the, with Peyton Manning and the Colts, and he's still kicking now. I know he was down there with Tom, he was down there with Tom Brady. Offensive, with Bruce Arians. Yep. Off, he's still an offensive consultant with the Buccaneers. How about that? God. And how I'm old telling is he? you, he's so old. He's that, 85. He's God so, bless he, him. He's so old that his ears are three-fourths the size of his head. And you never saw his ears the the whole time you guys were together. You never noticed his ears. No, nah, but I'm sure he heard me talking. Them things like satellite dishes, man. That's incredible. Like you think I'm playing? Look at any older dude, especially white dudes. Any older dude, I don't know what it is about white dudes. They ear, y'all ears never and nose never stop growing. <laughs> no, for real, I swear. I forgot who I was looking at the new. I'm like, damn, he can fly. Like black oh, people, they God. just born with big ears. Like Martin Lawrence is born with big ears. You know what I'm saying? He counts all that money with those ears. Now look at Stephen A. Stephen A. old, right? Look how little his ears is. He got little baby ears. You think that's the camera? No, nah, he got them little baby ears. Huh? He just has a little baby ears? Which makes his head look even bigger. Let's. Uh, it's like Stephen A.'s hairline and his ears are at the same, start at the same part, point. Mike in the Bronx. Let's hear from him. He's up next. Mike, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, guys? Uh, a couple of quick comments, and then I'll wait for you guys to elaborate. Um... Okay, unfortunately, I do think Zach Wilson is the Jets' best option to win, okay? And I think if they do let him start, they should let him throw the ball. I believe Bart Scott might have said that. Yeah, let, let him, him throw free. the ball. Who cares 30, at this 40 point? times. I agree 100%. Also agree with Bart. You got to shoot that shot for that quarterback if you have a pick in the top five. And you can buy the linemen. Uh, also, uh, getting back to Zach Wilson, I personally don't think he has the stones or the guts to, 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 to play in the NFL. I just think he plays scared. And I'll let you guys talk. Thank you. Well, Mike, here's what we don't know the answer to regarding that last point that you made. And thank you for the phone call. Does he appear to play scared because that's just his natural tendency? Or has he just been coached to where he goes out there and almost has that trepidation well, when scared, he plays? You're scared when you don't know the answers. When you don't have to answer to the test, and that's what your offense coordinator is supposed to do. And, you know, in this game, you get skittish and not willing to take the hits. You, you, you're a little bit inaccurate if you're looking at the rush a little bit. So it gets tough that way. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Now, Sticks and Farner, they're going to come together for the Renegades and Jukebox Heroes Tour next summer at PNC Bank Arts Center on July the 23rd. ESPN New York is your chance to score tickets all week at ESPNNewYork.com or the ESPN New York app. Scroll down to contests and submit your entry. It's brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets are on sale this Friday, December the 8th at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Here's Aaron Rodgers, right? He was on McAfee. On this report that we've been talking about that came out yesterday involving Zach Wilson, the reluctance to play, here was Aaron Rodgers' answer to that. When you use sources and, whether intentional or unintentional, try to assassinate someone's character like that report does for Zach, I have a, I have a real hard time with that. I mean, you're basically saying that this Quit. this kid is, is quitting on the team and, and doesn't want to play and has given the middle finger to the organization. I don't want to speak for him because he's going to get a chance this week to speak and I'm going to let him speak. I'll tell you that I love the kid, and I've spent a lot of time with him, and I think he's an amazing young man, and he is young. You know, he's in his he's early 20s, and I've had a blast spending time with him. Um, he's gone through a lot of shit in the last three years, and he's got every right to be uh, frustrated and disappointed about it. I think he's done a good job of standing up and taking accountability this year when it's been his part to do it. 
And what about the sources, so-called, in the building, the locker room? If that's journalism now, if you're going to use sources and whoever that person is that thinks it's okay, number one, to talk to anybody like that, I don't understand what you get out of that, number one. But number two, what is your impetus? What is your motivation to try and bury someone like that? And that's a problem with the organization. You know, we need to get to the bottom of whatever this is coming from and put a stop to it privately because there's no place in a winning culture. And there's been, this is not the only time. There's been a bunch of other leaks. Big city, a lot of reporters. I get it. A lot of friends. I get it. They're not your friends. No, yeah. They're not your friends. They're not your friends. Even if they are, like, is that really what you want to be about? You want to be about using someone in the media to leak stuff to uh, in order for what? To get them to put your name out there for a job or if you're a player to get you a write-up something? I think it's chicken at its core and you know i think it has no place in a winning organization to be a source on especially not being going to assassinate somebody's character and especially not when it's someone that i really love and care about like zach wilson here's the only thing about that again and everything that aaron Rodgers is saying there might be all well and good and might be true but he's only been back in the building now for about a week i'm talking about since the season started yeah. all the stuff they did during the offseason that's all well and good there's really not any noise or stuff happening in drama in the offseason But when things are bad and you're facing adversity like they are now, we'll see if his message and what he's saying right now is actually going to be passed down to those other guys because he's actually here now as opposed to some dude who was just flying in for games on Sundays. Yeah, you could be chasing ghosts too because we've known, like we've had reporters around here, Minouche to uh, be uh, specific, who always had sources. We're like, bro, can you quote one of them? And, you know, we found out who one of his sources was, but most of them sources made up. Anybody, Tom Moore? All right, Tom Moore. Tom Moore is telling everything. You know why? Because he would forget that he that he didn't say it. Like he would forget. Right. Like, huh? What? Uh. Got where he was. No, but I hear what you're saying. And it's, look, I, I I think it's certainly. Come on, man. Everybody uses the media, man. Come on, man. Of course. The, the poli- politicians. Everybody. Look, and and everybody has their own agendas. I get that. Whether it's media, whether it's players, whether it it, it doesn't matter. But the problem is this: when you are what are they four and eight, mm-hmm. and you're losing, and nothing is going right. That's when this stuff hits the fan and when you read about this stuff. You're not reading about drama and all these other things right now with, let's say, the San Francisco 49ers, where life is good. You're not reading about all that crap with Baltimore. But this is the thing, though. Like, we used to have Mike Preston, who always had his sources and people that he used to get. He used to leak everything. People used to want to fight him all the time. But we're not on – this is the thing. All the shows are over here, but all the papers are, too. So, like, and what's going on in L.A., we'll never know what's happening on a local level because we're – it's weird because New York is like a local town but a national town at the same time, right? So Aaron Rodgers can go be on Get Up or, or First Take or McAfee Show because he's right here. So it's easier and it's, it's difficult because you get local stories that make national news because it's so close to, 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 like, to the organization. You know right. what I'm saying? That's what makes New York so different. It's the it's the it's the media capital as well. So the teams here are going to get cro- um, covered a little differently because what happens in New York, even though the team isn't good, it's going to be national national um, national um, news. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We come back. We got to get into some audio files. I bet your you, phone calls. I bet you the sources probably be sitting at the bar together talking, just it's hanging out. You know somebody get Good loose? Good place to kick back a few. Ah, he didn't say off the record. Why uh, the hell not? Guess I can say. Garrett Wilson at 2 o'clock. we got to get into the Knicks as well. Big one tonight in Milwaukee in the in-season tournament. It's Dan and Bart. Bart and Han. We go till 3 right here on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Deuce Sports. Does Zach Wilson not too keen on being the starting quarterback of the New York Jets again? It was a hot topic earlier this morning on DPH on Rothenberg. It's more about what's next for him, and he probably had a conversation with his agent. You're not going to be on the New York Jets next season. Right. Your next opportunity is going to be somewhere else. So there's only a couple things that can happen here, and none of them are good. They bring you back. Offensive line is still the same. You're probably not going to be great. So it's not going to be like all of a sudden you go out, play great. Now teams are like, oh, we want Zach Wilson. That probably is not going to happen. Worst thing that could happen is you get hurt, and now you affect your ability or your opportunity with the next team that you're on. Yeah, but, uh, but he's getting paid. If, if you tell me I, I'm not playing, then we're not paying you. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up, 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. This 
is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Zach came in here and he wants the ball. He wants to play. If he wasn't the second overall pick, he probably wouldn't be in the league right now. And so you have no sympathy for him. How do you think this falls in the locker? Horrendous. Awful. If I'm his teammate, I would want to pummel him. If he was reluctant to play, guys, he wouldn't be here. He wants to start. He believes he's the best quarterback in the room, and I appreciate the fact that he wants to play. DiPietro and Rothenberg, morning 6 to 10 on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Dan and Bart, Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Hey, the Michael K. Show holiday party returns on Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. Special guest appearances by Wally Zerbiak, Amani Toomer, and Rick DiPietro. Increase your chances of winning one of the holiday giveaways by bringing up to three toys for donations. Mark your advent calendars and get ready to spread some cheer at the Michael K. Show holiday party Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. It's brought to you by Momentum Solar, the New York Islanders, Jake's 58 Casino Hotel, Yingling Traditional Lager, and Flight by Yingling, the perfect beers for the holiday season. Security Dodge. Visit securitydodge.com and come get some selection and benefiting the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Garrett Wilson's going to join us coming up at 2 o'clock in know, his know, weekly yeah. spot. I know what time it is, but before I forget, I yes. want to make sure that um, I don't keep hating on him because I'm getting you know, I'm getting accused of not really showing love to the to the net. Mm-hmm. So, I so, thought you meant Tom yeah, Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really so, so Stephanie, so a.k.a. Sheffy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, don't forget about the, the, the nets. You know what I'm saying? I ain't forgetting about the nets. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to let them be solid and quiet and win in the dark. You know what I'm saying? So they can shine in the lizite. You know what I mean? So like, who knows? Maybe you know, Fitty Smith, right? It's being being reported that you know you look at uh, Dallas, they might want him back. Here's the thing about the Nets. Can I say something real quick and how it ties into the? How do you feel about the in season tournament? By the way, I mean it's weird because it's like you don't know what day is an in season tournament it's a game and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a gimmick, and it's getting people to pay attention to it. But you know, so I guess and you got LeBron guys like LeBron and stuff like that have gave it um, validation because they they act like they're playing for it. And, you know, the fact that people are running up the score, it's going to make enemies for later. But also, you can tell the players are aware of how many points they need. So at least they're tied in because those are games where you think of players would be having, like, breaks and taking load management days and stuff like that. Let's see what happens now that the tournament is already solidified. Let's see how guys play as far as the nun, the nun games, let's see if guys start taking more days off. Here's what's bogus about the tournament, and this is my biggest gripe, okay? And it's with the Knicks and the Nets, right? So the Knicks moved on. The Nets didn't advance in the in-season tournament, right? They all still count as one game, big picture, regular season. Yeah. They're still regular season games. Okay. If the Knicks lose tonight, they play the Celtics coming up on Friday. So that means the two extra games the Knicks had to play to fill out their schedule were at Milwaukee – and at Boston, who are combined 18-1 and one at home this year. They're pretty good. The Nets, 
who won the same amount of games as the Knicks did in the group stage of the in-season tournament. It's just that the Knicks advanced because of point differential and stuff like that. The Nets, their reward for not advancing but yet winning the same amount of games, they play an extra game against Atlanta and an extra game against Washington. Is that fair? Nah, but I guess they figure, hey, it's 85 games or 82 games. It'll even out. It's okay. That's the problem with this tournament, and they got to figure that out if they want to keep this thing going. Have they said they're bringing it back or not? Like, is this a thing? Was it like a two-year deal, a three-year deal, one-year deal? You know they're trying to sell these games and this championship to some other Amazon or Google or something like that where you have to stream. Yahoo? YouTube. (laughs) Right. The NBA in-season tournament on YouTube. I'm surprised. I guarantee in the future this thing, they'll try to want to play some of these games on Christmas Day. Like the NBA in-season tournament on Christmas Day, brought to you by YouTube. They should have a championship on Christmas Day. Or something, or something like that. I don't know. You ho, never know where this thing is going to go. Ho, ho, You know what I'm saying? Hey, 50, what, 56 years ago, they had this thing called the, the uh, World Championship of Football. Nobody thought that it was going to become what it became all these years later with the Super Bowl. So, see, Stephanie, I got it done. I got it done. Stephanie was annoyed that you didn't talk about the Nets? Sheffy, yeah. Sheffy. She go by me. Sheffy, yeah. That's Sheffy. That's her alias. Well, here's the thing. Sheffy, Sheffy, whatever. Is Ben Simmons ever going to play? Nah, Kangaroo Jack is done. So. I, I mean, like, isn't it like we spent the whole summer and going into the season, all we're hearing about Ben Simmons, oh, he's in great shape. Oh, he's in great yeah, oh, con- contract, contract year, of course. Guy never plays. Yeah. I play more than Ben Simmons, and I'm, even, I'm not even in the league. He got sciatica. We all do, Permit. don't we? You know how I feel when I wake up in the morning? Probably like Ben Simmons. Um, anyway. I think they're tired of hearing from us. They are tired of hearing from us. But now we're going to step aside. Mm. And we're going to let all the newsmakers Ooh, do Aaron the talking. Mm-hmm. You know what they call that? Yeah, I think I know. I think they call it audio files. Extra stank. The audio files. That is right. The audio files on 987 ESPN brought to you by... Pajama gram. Nothing like a nice little pajama gram. Ah, get some pajamas for Christmas. You gotta wear pajamas. It's cold outside. Um, I walk around butt naked with a sock on. That's pretty good for you. It's only one thing I don't like cold. Good for the skin tone. A lot of stuff going on in the world of sports right now. A lot of avenues we can go. I'll let you pick. Who do you want to hear from? Give me the subject matter and I'll play you something. Tell me. Any, meeny, miny, moe. Just push one. Let me see. All right. How about... Mm. Okay. Don't tell me. Just push it. All right. Guest his voice. I mean, he just lit the world on fire. I, I have to, I'm, you know, I wasn't sure if we had an incompletion if the ball had hit the ground yet. Mm. And I just thought he managed the game beautifully well. He was aggressive with some of his throws. I did a great job making plays with his feet. Uh, one of the naked throws he made must have been probably to Mitch, I would imagine. It was, what was an outstanding throw with 41 right in his face. And so just uh, really proud of Jake and the job he did. And the guy is rallying around and making plays for him, protecting him, run game getting going. It all helped Jake. And, uh, you know, really, really proud of the team win, but really proud of Jake. And his second career start to come out here on Monday Night Football and do what he did today is pretty cool. Before that, when he said 41 in the face, I kind of knew who it was. That, that, I knew that was uh, – Josh was, Allen. Yeah. That, Had a great game last night. Yeah. He's a free agent. And, was he in the Trayvon, Z- Trayvon Walker has not lived up to expectations. Was Josh Allen in the Zach draft? Yeah. He was the fourth pick, yeah, right? Yeah. Or the fifth pick? He's been solid. He hasn't I remember interviewing him in his rookie year um, for this thing with Michael Strahan's clothing line or something. Some I always do something. How's that doing these days? I mean, it's in JC Penny. When it goes there, you, you viral, baby. You know what I'm saying? You, you, it's like getting that Jessica Simpson money. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can't that, tell you the last time it's, I stepped foot in JC Penny. It's man. like all the money that it's all the money that like Shaq made selling your shoes at Walmart. Like right. th- them pennies add up. That's why he's sticking his hands on all that pepperoni now. Yeah. With Papa John's. It's he's more. It's, it's more. It's more people. It's more people that can't afford Air Force Ones and parents. We all got them kids. Like when we're young. You want them Nikes? You getting them psyches? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We all had them a, a lot. Do, a doo-doos? Yeah. Or we get them. <laughs> oh, we got the, baby, I went and got you. I, they told me all day. My friends told me that Akeem Olajuwon is a great basketball player. I got you the Akeem of the dreams. Like, man, that say spalling on the side, man. Only thing I wear with a spalling on is my basketball. Chomp. Josh Allen was the seventh pick in 2019? Yeah. Right after Daniel Jones. Oh, that's right. Because then you're like we were saying with the Giants, like why didn't you take Josh Allen? Right. Yeah. And they got Dexter Lawrence later on in the first round, right? Yeah. They moved back in. Why did I think it was? The, damn, he's been around a long time. Well, he's but having a good year. You know, five, like you right? said, 
you got paid. 19, 20, 20. Yeah, year five. Yeah, so th- yeah, he's a free agent after this year. Wow. He's making some money. Making some money. Trayvon Walker. Uh, winter meetings are going on out there in Nashville. Sign Soto. Sign anybody. Speaking of Soto, you want the latest on Soto? Here's Jeff Passan. While it's unclear whether Juan Soto is certainly going to be moved, the likelihood at this point is that he is because the Padres want to cut payroll. Remember, they were over $250 million last season. They flamed out spectacularly, missed the playoffs. And when you look at Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., Xander Bogarts, you Darvish, Joe Musgrove, all of the guys who make big money on that team have no trade clauses. Now, of course, there's a possibility that they could explore moving them and keeping Soto, but Soto's a free agent after this upcoming season, and there are plenty of teams out there, whether it's the New York Yankees who make the most sense, the Toronto Blue Jays, the Chicago Cubs, the San Francisco Giants, maybe teams that miss out on Otani turn their interest to Soto, and San Diego, while it's not going to get back what it gave up when it traded for him in 2022 from the Washington Nationals, should do pretty well in the return as the Padres try to get back to the playoffs where they were in 2022. Now, re- refresh my memory. Yes, sir. Um, Soto had a down year last year, right? But it still was great. He it had was a, a great season for him. He had a down start, picked it up as the season went But it on. was a down start for him, but it still was a pretty good season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the Yankees need a outfielder, young, talented, speed, don't have to pay him, don't have to give him an extension to next year, convince him to stay, all that type of stuff. Left-handed bat. Left-handed bat. Uh, they missed out on Bryce Harper. There's an opportunity to get a guy that's dynamic like Bryce Hawk- plays, Harper. Plays every I, game, yeah. by the way. Oddly, oddly enough, from Nationals, right? Mm-hmm. And the Yankees probably are not going to get him because they won't pay the New York Yankees luxury tax. It's not the luxury tax. Now, he's going to No, make... no. When I say luxury tax, I'm saying they always ask a little more from the Yankees. Well, it's not only... Well, yeah. Sweeten the pot just a little bit more. Well, here's the problem. The Padres can ask for whatever they want. Nobody else seems like they are willing to go meet that price in terms of what they're asking for. I mean, they're really trying to ransack the organization. Now, Brian Cashman has to decide. Now, I think... Here's the thing with Juan Soto. I think he could get traded someplace as a rental. Meaning, I think there's a team out there that's more than happy to give up the prospect capital trade if deadline. they have it. By a trade deadline? Or? No, I'm talking about before the season starts. Okay. And keep them there just for a year. And then know full well that he's going to leave in free agency. I'll give you a team right now. They made a move over the weekend to get rid of some pieces and Uh-oh. to collect a couple of prospects. You're doing a wind horse finger. Here's the wind horse fingers up in the air. <laughs> Why? And I said this even before the trade was made this weekend. Keep an eye on the Seattle Mariners for Juan mm. Soto. Didn't they? Oh, they got rid of our boy that we gave. We gave him. What's his name? Well, He's Evan White. No, no, no. Marco him. Gonzalez. Kalenic, Kalenic. And Jared Kelnick. Yeah. But he's uh, like making no money anyway because he's still, you know, team control. He's still a young player. But I'm talking well, about. Kalenic. What's his name? Kalenic. Kelnick. 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 You like the Kalenic, yeah. No, no, his name was Kalonic. We traded him, right? We met when he was in the Edwin Diaz trade. Edwin Diaz, Robinson Cano. So the Mariners moved off some pieces. They freed up some money there, and they got a couple of prospects back from the Braves, which they then could turn around and flip, potentially, at least one of them, for Juan Soto. Look at those fingers moving. I'm just saying. I'm just because you know why the general manager out there, Jerry Depoto, the dude wakes up in the morning looking to make a trade. Doesn't matter what day of the week it is. <laughs> Trader Jerry. That's how he rolls. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. And we've got you nothing. Should say, you should say Trader Joe's. We've got nothing. No news from baseball. Nothing. And what about the Mets? Remember, Yamamoto, Japanese pitcher, 25 years old, best pitcher in the world. He won't be down with Singa. He won't right. be down with Singa. Mets, Yankees, they both want him. Other teams want him. Here is Andy Martino, Jim Duquette. SNY talking about where things stand right now with Yamamoto. In fact, I think it's priority number one in years. I have not seen the Mets want an available free agent this much in quite a long time. Unfortunately for them, so are many other teams. There's tremendous amount of competition here for Yamamoto. Uh, it's something that could resolve next week. Uh, his agent is here, but he's staying off-site, so he's having some sort of cloak-and-daggery meetings uh, with, with clubs now. Yamamoto himself is going to be in the States purportedly by this weekend or next week to meet with clubs. Well, and the hard part is on this, I've talked to uh, half a dozen GMs already about Yamamoto and some of them that are in. Dodgers are definitely in. Yeah. The Yankees, as we you knew been reporting. All in. They're all in. The Mets are all in. And the team that looks like they're going to spend a ridiculous amount of money, because I don't think they're going to come up, come up with Otani, is the uh, Giants. 
you know, Giants was looking to give away money last year. They couldn't give money to people. Right. It's a two-way street, and they're gonna. They still are looking to make a splash. So I wouldn't rule San them Fran out. is pretty close to Japan too. Absolutely. Now I think it sounds like Yamamoto's not going to go down until after the Otani thing is straightened out, and Otani might happen this week. I'm shocked. I got to be honest with you. I am wholly shocked, and I annoyed probably half of. Uh, Canada last week when I was doing the baseball show when I said, I don't understand how the Blue Jays are a big player in this, but it turns out the Blue Jays are a legit threat to get Otani. He went. Da- Ken Rosenthal reported he went down to the Blue Jays spring training complex in Florida and met with them there. So they could be a player for this thing. And that's if you super, told that's me... That's super quiet for them, but they want to get rid of Vlad, right? Well, it's not that they want to get rid of Vlad. They're trying to see if they can make this whole thing work financially. Luxury taxes, how much do you think Otani's going to cost? He's going to cost a lot of money. I think, I think Canada has like a flat tax, bro. Because of the free uh, health care. That's the other thing. Okay, so it's it's a little bit more complicated, but Yamamoto is not going to be resolved, I think, until after Otani. What dominoes fall there? Who the heck knows? But the, the Yamamoto money, Bart, that's now creeping up in the neighborhood. They're saying he might get somewhere in the neighborhood of like $250 million. Oh, Jake's, Jake's on TV. I forgot. Yo. <laughs> Check Jake out. It's crazy because me and Ray look at it. I was like, damn, hope Bart don't recognize it. Look, <laughs> look check Jake out. <laughs> Jake! What up, Jake? Jake, it looks like a comfy chair. Jake, look, people, for people out there that are like, what are Bart talking about? Jake, I call him Baby Ariza. With the Shannon Sharp uh, podcast thing. But now you, now you finally, do you agree with me finally, Jake? Are you ready to accept it? No, I'm not going to accept it. I mean. All right, Ray, Ray, you know how, you're an expert on black people. <laughs> I'm glad I got that title. Yes. Is that like on your business card? If, yeah, if, if, I'm going to have to listen, edit. Listen, if you were describing Jake to the police, would you just show him a picture of uh, Ariza or no? Yeah, I would say find a picture of Trevor Ariza. A short Ariza Look did for it. a smaller guy. A short Ariza did it. A micro mini pimp of Ariza did it. Because, of course, that they would, the police would go to Ray to get a description on that because he's an expert he's on an such expert on things, as you said. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a blackologist. Unbelievable. One last one here before we hit the break, because remember, we got Garrett Wilson coming up in about 15 minutes. Uh, Jeff Saturday, former coach of the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> really? Back with ESPN. Uh, he weighed in on the Zach Wilson situation and the Jets. But if you're Zach Wilson and this you got benched for Boyle and you watch that same offense go out and be trash again for another however many weeks and they're like, hey, man, uh, you want to come on back and uh, try to be try to be the same? We're going to bash you. We're going to blame you. We're going to tell you it's all your fault. You're not good enough again. If you're Zach Wilson, you're like, man, what are you talking about? They should have either moved on and brought in another quarterback because I, I do agree with that part. Like, obviously, the development's not working, right? Like, I don't gel with Hackett like, like Aaron did. I don't gel with whatever. So maybe Boyle's does i'm gonna go get so i'm gonna go get a start somewhere else excuse me um what, what do you think about our quarterback situation just saturday it doesn't matter what you think because you got fired too no that was too harsh i apologize jeff but they did sign a new quarterback brett rippin brett rippin brett rippin hell he could be under center on do you Sunday. talk you, you talk about a quarterback's name Brett Rippin. Hey, Mark Rippin. Rippin in there. Former Rippin. Su- he, the nephew of Mark Rippin, former oh, Super Bowl hero. Oh, the nephew, not even a daddy? No, the Out nephew. Of Pappy? That's a nephew situation. Uh, okay, yeah. Rippin family. That's well, audiophiles. Well, uncles have better relationships than, than with, with kids than their fathers. Because they don't got to support them financially, yeah, that's why. Yeah, give them real advice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Get mad because you can take the trash out or... No, that could still, if he doesn't take out the trash, let's say if he's going to visit his house and he doesn't take the trash out, he might get on him. No, a uncle bit. punch him in the chest. Uncle don't care anyway. Uncle over there, he's yeah. sitting over there with some type of. You know what I'm saying? Chick, you know what I mean? That ain't his, you know what I'm saying? Just out there rocking out with his socks out. Dad is sitting there with the mom and the family. He got responsibilities. I don't know if that's how it works in the Rippin family with the dynamics, but we could we could dig into it. How about you know Brett Rippin? We'll ask him that. I know, I know my dad I know my dad's uh uh brother never never married, living still lived in living a, a single life. Lived in a condo his whole life, going to the jazz clubs, coming out there, you know what I'm saying? Going there like uncle's fingertips always smell weird. So that's what uh, Harvey and Horace were doing. Oh, right. absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, uncles like yeah. Never uncle like yo. See, back in the day, my uncle used to cut uh, and cousins used to cut my hair. Their hands always smelled quite like not ripe. You know what I'm saying? They, they be they be having they be doing too much. Not not ripe like a bad piece of fruit. You're saying no, not ripe like they was doing. They had mm. some action. They ain't, they ain't rinse off. Interesting. I, I'm almost scared. Well, I, I would hope it would require a little bit more than a rinse off. Nah, just, right? you know, just some water and shake it off. Well, I mean. Like Taylor Swift. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Forget. I'll leave. I'm not even gonna say. Sometimes it. you want to indulge. You want to be able. To I'm be not re- even gonna say. Sometimes, sometimes you want to be reminded. Audio files brought to you by Pajama Gram. Soft, silky, best-selling Christmas gift for her. Get a free $75 nightie with naturally nude pajamas from pajamagram.com. Garrett Wilson, about 10 minutes. If Dan and Bart. Bart and Hawk is cooking. 98.7 ESPN. But before we do that. I got to read. No, I got to do Oh, I'm a good guy. You know what? I got no paper. The weather's, the weather's getting colder. Ah! The weather's getting colder, which Brandy! means. Brandy! No, not yet. No, Brandy? Oh. No. The NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. That's oh. why. Oh, okay. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, well, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There is a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So do me a favor. Visit FanDuel.com slash Grasa, G-R-A-C-A. Kick off the NFL season. FanDuel. It's the official partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 and over and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. And for help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Dan and Bart, Barton Han on this Tuesday, 98.7 ESPN. We're going to be talking to Garrett Wilson coming up in about five minutes or so. Let's go to the phones. Say hi to Mike and Manalapin up next here on 98.7. Michael, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. How are you doing? Good, Mike. What's up? Good. I, I've been waiting to get on here with Bart with his, you know, his has a hatred for Saquon, always hating on him. No. You know, wasted pick, doesn't produce, but okay. but he never had an offensive line. He okay. always got hit four yards behind. Never any holes like Ezekiel Elliott. And now Brees Hall, okay. same things happened to him. He was the GOAT. But now there's nothing, no bad talk about him. So oh, it's okay. like hypocritical. I understand, so, I understand he was an early pick. They spent a lot of money on him. Right. That's but it was just disrespectful. Mike, You're very the, intelligent. You know, Bart, go ahead. Mike, that's the argument, Mike. The, 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 the argument isn't that you took Saquon Barkley. It's the fact that who you didn't take. It's the fact that you didn't take Lamar Jackson. No, no, hold on. What draft was he in? I forgot the quarterbacks that was in in his time. But Josh the, Allen. Yeah, it was Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, when clearly you overstated what Eli Manning had left in the tank. This was more about you believing that Eli just needed a running back, a generational one, but just needed a running back and that that team was going to be great. So it's not about Saquon Barkley. It's about what you passed up when you were in prime real estate. You had prime real estate to get it. How often, if you're the Giants, do you think you're ever going to have the second overall pick, your pick of the litter, pretty much for any quarterback that you want? And yeah, I understand that maybe Lamar Jackson wouldn't be a safe um, pick because of no, he was unknown. The Ravens did a tremendous job in building an offense. We didn't know what he was going to become. But Josh Allen was everything that I believe that the Giants stood for, a 6'5", athletic quarterback with a cannon. And you let that go by. Because the, the, the reality is, whenever it comes between quarterback – they, they, that trumps every other position simply because that gives you an answer for 15 years. Right. Saquon Barkley at his best can maybe give you seven years of great productivity. That's why. But I, I get it. But he just so disrespected. No one ever spoke about the line, how he got hit behind it. Everyone about Ezekiel. No, Mike, like, you know what I'm saying? And Mike, like, he's, Mike he's I've been trying. I've been trying. Everyone's noticing it. I've been trying to trade Saquon Barkley to the Baltimore Ravens. You think if I disrespected Saquon Barkley, I would send him to a place that I love? The thing is this: economically, the quarterback is the guy who's going to get paid the most money on any team, and it's going to take up a lot of your salary cap. That's a guy you want on a rookie contract as long as humanly possible. A running back, as we just witnessed this offseason, Bart, those guys don't get yeah. paid. But, but how many how many jobs would Josh Allen have saved? How many how many coaches? Like not Ken Dorsey's. I mean, but I'm saying, I'm saying, <laughs> Alan Gates, Alan Gates would probably still be around. And just imagine, Josh Allen would have sat behind Eli for a year. Who did you say? The Alan Gates? Is that what you said? Adam Gates. Yeah, that was with the Jets. Yeah. So if they took him instead of I mean, Sam not, not Adam, not Adam Gates. Who was the guy before uh, Pat Shermer or or Joe Judge was there? And but uh, I would say Pat Shermer because Pat Shermer was there when they took Saquon, right? Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo got fired, so I think I think the the coach was Pat Shermer when Saquon Pat was Pat Shermer, picked. right? 
Yeah, so Pat Shermer could still be a head coach if they would have picked differently. If Gettleman said he, he's a yellow jacket generational, like that's great. But I feel like Dave Gettleman was remembering the position of old, not the new position. Saquon's a great player. It's just unfortunately, I, I don't want to say it's like a kicker, but it's like having a great kicker. That's great, but it's not a priority compared to some of these other positions. We and, talked about and, it. Quarterback, and, and, pass rusher, corner, left tackle. Those are the primo positions now in the NFL. And, and I think we want to try and put Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, and Christian McCaffrey in the same category. I think we have to change that. We have to say Christian McCaffrey is his own person. He's in his own category by himself. And then you put Kamara, Kamara and you put Saquon in that second tier of all-around backs. And maybe B. John Robinson can one day get into that second tier with Saquon. Maybe Brees can maybe get in that second tier with Saquon. But nobody's capable of doing what McCaffrey does. And don't say it's because he's with Kyle Shanahan because he did it when he was a member of the, the, the Carolina Panthers as well. And reminding you again about that money that Christian McCaffrey has, which is the largest contract for a running back. The reason the Niners were able to trade for that and to absorb it is because they have a rookie quarterback who was the last pick in the draft making no money. 900. No money whatsoever. He make, he, he make, about, he make less money than Ray. Ray's an expert on a lot of things, though, as we found out a little while ago. Ray got a trap, you know what I'm saying? Ray's, Ray, Ray be trapping on Ray's the weekends. Good. Ray's good. Hey. Ray, Ray be trapping on the weekends, I can see. Garrett Wilson. We talk to him in his weekly spot coming up next. It's Dan and Bart, Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. The one thing you can say about the Jets' quarterback spot is that it's never boring. The latest story about Zach Wilson being reluctant to go back in as the starter for this week's game against Houston. Earlier this morning on DPH and Rothenberg, the guys wondered what Zach Wilson's teammates are going through. How do you think this 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 falls in the locker? Horrendous. Awful. If I'm his teammate, I would want to pummel the guy. Like, how would you feel about like uh, we were all close in this in this room? But if there's like I had, a, I knew after this contract was up, I wasn't coming back, and I just mailed it in. To say I'm not playing, if this is a contract dispute, I don't think anybody goes against him. I get as much money. If Saquon didn't report to the Giants, I don't think there's one person would have called him out. But once you're signed and and you're getting, and he gets a lot of money too, by the way. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.